0: Welcome back to Left of Normal where everything that isn't right is left and everything that is left is right. I'm your host Scott Seary. Last week we took a look at the subtle hints that people give that are often missed by the Left of Normal person. My wife thought the whole thing was about her but I made sure not to include her name and I only laid down some subtle hints that this may or may not have occurred at some point in our relationship. But most of the podcast had specific stories about other people. So I don't know, maybe I missed a subtle hint somewhere. Today's podcast has a little bit more of an abstract feel to it. So if you finish listening and none of it made any sense, please let me know because I'll try to put some more time into converting my thoughts on the matter into actual words that make sense to people that aren't me. The topic is about awareness and how aware the left of normal person is regarding the world around us and our own selves as well. Because the spectrum ranges so widely, I can only speak to my own experiences here. And since I kind of consider myself just left of normal, I'm pretty sure that those farther left will experience awarity. That's a new word, awarity. You heard it here first, folks. They'll experience this awareity quite differently. For myself, because I'm an observer, I tend to have a really strong grasp of what's going on around me. Rather than get right into the thick of things I and, and then draw attention to myself, I'm much more comfortable as a wallflower that watches how other people interact and then I analyze their behavior. And because I've spent much of my life watching and learning how to mimic and mirror the appropriate social norms, I've also learned that when you don't draw attention to yourself, you're much like much less likely to get called out for doing it wrong. And this has led me to what I feel is a stronger grasp of what's going, around around, going on around me. In other words, a more woke feeling. And obviously that word has different connotations these days, but I'm using it kind of in a sense that my eyes are open to seeing how society is functioning, at least in my immediate vicinity. And growing up I observed more or less two groups of people. There were those who really loved to put on a show and those that really didn't care about the show. And then I suppose there's like another third group that were just completely oblivious to the show itself. Those who cared and put on the show, they were, and really still are, the ones that are just obsessed with how they look. They wear the right clothes, and they have the right phone, or in my case growing up, they had the right skis, the right Climbing equipment, the right camping gear, etc., because you know, that's what I was into most of my childhood and teenage years. And these people, they really loved it when other people looked at them and at least thought, if not said, damn, they really got it together. We often call them egotistical and narcissistic and a variety of other terms that generally aren't that nice and naturally I'm sure there are some very deep psychological feelings and issues going on as to why these people are this way but I'm not a doctor and I don't even play one on TV so we're not going to go there maybe we will later it'd be kind of fun I'd probably be totally wrong but it'd still be kind of fun so opposite end of that is the third group that are just kind of oblivious. These are those that show up with their clothes on backwards or maybe just wearing dirty clothes and not because they don't have the means to get cleaner or nicer clothes, they just straight up don't pay attention. Maybe their hair wasn't combed because they forgot to comb it or forgot to look in the mirror and they just kind of bumbled through the day committing social blunder after social blunder and it affected them, it not at all. I feel like many of them are kind of far right on the spectrum. If you flip back to episode one and two for the deets on being right of normal, that might make more sense if you're just getting started in this podcast series. So the second group is aware of the first group they are aware that these people put on this big show and try to be liked try as hard as they can to be liked and sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't they are aware of this first group and they don't want to be like that at all they don't care about the game so they just kind of do their own thing they comb their hair and they dress nice because it's kind of weird not to but they really don't care if people are thinking that they're cool or they have the right gear or any of that popularity mumbo jumbo. And then there's those of us that are left of normal, at least left as much as I am. And we claim to be in the second group. While I was growing up, I really prided myself on saying, I don't care what people think of me. And that was an attempt to convince myself that I actually didn't care what people thought of me. In reality, however, I did care. And that caring wasn't because I was interested in having the right clothes and having the right look and putting on the right show for the popularity sake of things, but rather I was constantly wondering if I was doing things the right way. Not so much that I was trying to put myself out there and be awesome, because I I am. I don't even have to try. But because I wanted to make sure that I wasn't doing it wrong, if that makes sense. That's where this abstract kind of thinking comes into play. So I'm wondering if I'm doing things the right way. And of course, young people especially teenagers, are really nasty to each other. So if you wear the wrong thing, or if you comb your hair incorrectly, or listen to the wrong music, like London Symphony Orchestra instead of Ed Sheeran, Sheeran Sheeran, I don't know, this music sucks. No matter how much you like all of that stuff, if it's the wrong thing, you get mocked and you get ridiculed for doing it wrong. So I was kind of in my own group where I had to analyze other people's behavior and I had to see what the cool kids are doing and I had to watch what the IDGAF kids were doing and then I had to watch myself so to ensure that I didn't look off or weird or different and I especially didn't want to be in that third group because they were just all sorts of whack. Honestly, this third group is probably the happiest group and the most blissful and carefree, because they just don't care. They do what makes them happy. Anyway, sometimes it was easy, and sometimes it was less easy. So one story that comes to mind that I still obsess about this over and over and replay it all the time. It's when I was about 13 to 15 years old. I don't remember exactly how old I was, but I do know it was summertime and I was at some sort of youth function at the church. So today I pride myself on being pale. And I go into each summer with the idea and the hope that I can stay as pale or perhaps even paler than I was throughout the winter in part because I am a ginger and even if I could tan it doesn't look very good on me and second skin cancer is a thing and my dad who also has a lighter complexion and he goes in about once a year to have pre-cancer spots removed from his face so sun is our enemy for the most part. But back in school, high school, being tan was the thing and I wanted to do it right. So I attempted to at least get a little bit of color as much as I could. And I discovered that my knees didn't tan. I don't know why, but the little bit of color I was able to get kind of wrapped right around my knees, right in front, two little white spots. and. I got just like super obsessed about having pale knees and how they were weird and different and it wasn't how it's supposed to be done and so I would just try to hide them so people couldn't see them but I didn't want to wear pants because I hate pants but I didn't want to also didn't want people to see my knees so I would sit out on these games and this playtime in order to avoid having the wrong color of knees which I obviously did but I just hide it so people didn't know that I had the wrong color of knees. So, if you follow the Facebook group, I posted a link on Monday to a publication that has studied awareness among left of normals. The conclusion was that a lot of people on the spectrum tend to get wrapped up in their own little world, and because they're so focused inwardly on their own thoughts, they don't really pay attention to the world around them, and thus they tend to be less aware and even less self-aware than the normies. And that's why I prefaced this podcast that my experiences differ. I, are, Am I woke and self-aware and aware of what's going around, on around me? I think I am. And I think a lot of high-functioning autistic people are as well because we observe and we take in information and we process through it to determine how we can best interact with the weird world that we are forced to live in. So next week, tune back in. We'll have a guest on and this guest likes to talk and be socially active and interactive and hopefully I'll be able to put him in his place and cut him off when necessary. Or maybe he's listened to enough of the podcasts that he knows he's a smart individual, so should be able to rein it in. For now, you've had a peek into the world where everything left is right. And if it feels right, then it must be left. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, join the Facebook community, and remember that those of us who are left of normal see all, hear all, and analyze all, so you're not getting away with anything. And of course, share this with your friends whether they're left, normies, or right.